2: Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, December 7th, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning Five and Change. And if it's Tuesday, that can mean only one thing. It's overcast. It's Dwayne Long. Dwayne, how goes it?
3: Oh, man, it got cold too quick on me, Dan. These old bones don't like this anymore. I used to. I, I remember a time when I didn't wear a coat until it got this cold. Now I'm bundled up all the time.
2: Yeah, we're, we're old and cold. Thankfully, the Buckeyes are young and aggressive, and we want to congratulate C.J. Stroud after a tremendous redshirt freshman season. He has been invited to New York for the Heisman ceremony. Don't sleep on how important it is to get your quarterback some face time in New York. Justin Fields, Dwayne Haskins, and now C.J. Stroud. Other important news, right as we were taking the air today, 24-7 Sports' is Chris Hummer, who has been all over this, has a story about the transfer portal and LSU cornerback Eli Ricks, long an Ohio State target during the recruiting process. He ultimately chose LSU. He is now in the transfer portal after all the tomfoolery and hijinks down there, and Ohio State was in his top four He will not be coming to Ohio State. Ohio State has backed out of the running because they think it will cause too many complications in the room. Meaning, had Ricks shown up here, it's probably likely several dudes would have transferred. What do you think of the decision by the staff to back out of the Ricks sweepstakes?
3: I would have been disappointed if there had been any other decision. We got years with some really, I'm telling you, I've been saying this for a while, bringing in Ja'Kalen Johnson and bringing in Jordan Hancock, and I wasn't even including Denzel Burke in there. I didn't know where he fit. We These guys are the best, the most talented cornerbacks we brought into this program than we've seen since Bakuda and uh, Sean Wade and those guys came in. That class. No, we don't want to lose these guys for a guy who's only going to be here one year. I promise you, wherever Elias Ricks goes, he's going to be there one year. This was the only decision to make.
2: Yeah, I think you hit the key aspect of it there at the end, that it's a one-year deal. If there really were going to be multiple guys who are going to transfer or who have waited their turn, I think you could see how it could complicate things. Um, I mean, Ricks is obviously a really talented guy. He's had some injury issues, and there is – Always been the whispers that his family loves to be involved. So addition by subtraction or subtraction by subtraction, however you want to address it, it does appear Elias Ricks will not be coming to the Buckeyes. However, someone is coming to Ohio state and maybe earlier than we expected bullet linebacker prospect, Sonny styles from pick central legacy, arguably the top high school player in Ohio, certainly one of them in the class of 2023. Rumor has it he may be reclassifying to 2022. In order to do so, he would have to get approval from the Pickerington School Board. That was on the agenda last night. We will get you a report on how that turned out, but even to consider it, he needed that. What do you think about the possibility of bringing in Sonny Styles a year early, given the fact he's probably going to be moved to linebacker? You're talking about bringing in CJ Hicks, Gabe Powers, and Sonny Styles in one class. What's your vibe?
3: I, I don't know wh- why anybody would be disappointed to hear this news. We just improved the linebacker room dramatically with bringing in Hicks and Powers, and then we add Sonny Styles to that. That's an all star team right there. We just were not good at linebacker. We figured it out late in the season when we finally decided to leave Steel Chambers and Eichenberg uh, on the field. You know, I understand giving the veterans who put the work in, give them that opportunity, but we weren't good enough linebacker. And then we started to play Chambers more. What happened? We started seeing number 22 flashing all over the field like a linebacker should, a really good linebacker should. Eichenberg. Is making plays, especially physical plays, where he's just going to hit on somebody. When we finally left them alone, we got better. Okay, now we got some real star power coming in.
2: I get the concern from some that Styles coming a year early and he's only 17. Sonny Styles is not your average high school football prospect or even one that goes, he is the elite of the elite when it comes to athletes. And Sonny Styles is an NFL player masquerading as a high school player right now. So if you watch his tape, you will not feel like he's going to be outclassed if he takes a step up. If he wants to make the 20 minute trek over to school early, we will welcome him with open arms. And like you said, the linebacker room is about to get a major infusion of talent. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and play the neutral field spread game.
0: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential?
2: In the final playoff rankings, that means the committee feels they're the sixth best team. We're going to put that to the test here. We're going to play the neutral field spread game, meaning if Ohio State was to meet one of the teams I mentioned on a neutral field, what would the spread be? Because as we know, Vegas tells the truth. Dwayne, if Ohio State faced Alabama in a bowl game on a neutral field, what would the spread be?
3: I, I, you know what? That could be a pick 'em. I'm not going after what they dismantled Georgia. Let's be honest, Alabama whipped Georgia's ass. That's just the way it was. Georgia didn't have an answer. Their offense really got exposed all year. We've been questioning whether Georgia had the offense. Uh, Yeah, uh, that the question is answered. No, got got, a quarterback through to the tight end the entire game. That's all he did. They, they just did not have a good offense, and Alabama handled them. They, uh, Kirby Smart, once again, got out coached. Not surprised. Nick Saban, probably the best there's ever been at the college level. And guess what? He outcoached Kirby Smart again.
2: Yeah, I think the spread on a neutral field would probably be Alabama minus four and a half, maybe minus five. I do think they give Bama the boost there on a neutral field. All right, on a neutral field, if Ohio State faced Michigan, what would the spread be?
3: Oh, I, I think the, uh, on a neutral field, I think the Buckeyes would be giving up some points in that one, Dan, because there's no way Ohio State's going to show up and play Michigan again like they played them a week ago. It, no, no. They, all year we've had this problem with the Buckeyes. You see the team that, that just absolutely ran through Purdue and what they did to Michigan State was embarrassing. And then they don't show up for Michigan. It's a young team. You know, we got young guys at important positions, guys that are first-year starters. And they, I don't know if they realize the intensity of a Michigan game, especially a Michigan team, a Michigan game against a, a better Michigan team. This is the best Michigan team we've seen in a while. I mean, they, they really, they've got a couple of defensive ends that are probably going in the first round. And they caused us problems all game. Five sacks. Five sacks against a team that had allowed 12 in its previous 11 games. So, yeah, I, I think the Buckeyes would be giving up some points in this one. They would be – they're going to be looking – next year in Columbus, Michigan better get ready for what's going to happen.
2: Yeah, in a neutral field, it will not be snowing. It will be weather-controlled. And it won't be in a Michigan crowd. So I think Ohio State would actually be favored by two and a half points. The magic number of three would be the tempting part of it. But I think Ohio State would be favored in a neutral field game against Michigan. All right. Ohio State on a neutral field against Georgia. Neutral field. I'm going to give
3: the Buckeyes, I'll give them a point and a half, maybe two in that. Because Georgia's, you know, when you look at units, of the teams we're talking about, so far you're looking at Georgia as having – that offense is inept. It's really just not very good at all. And against an Alabama team, out they're, they're very well coached. The offense is effective. Georgia needed to score points, and they just – they're not very good. So I, I give the Buckeyes – I give them a point and a half, maybe two there.
2: I think that Georgia would be favored by one and a half or two. I don't necessarily agree with that, but I just think what Vegas would do, given the way it stood before that, that's just so much movement on one game. I think that Georgia would probably get the benefit of the doubt that the SEC championship game was not do or die for them. So I would say Georgia would be favored by two. All right. On a neutral field, Ohio State versus Cincinnati.
3: Buckeyes will be giving up at least five points. I think more. I I really don't think Cincinnati does not belong. The only reason Cincinnati's in there, I believe, is because they put them up there to begin with, and then they didn't lose. So it was going. You can't just drop and say, "Oh, at the end of the year, uh, you're not a you're not a power five conference team." Uh, so now we're going to drop you down out of the out of the top four and, or, low, you know, they, they just, they couldn't do it. Shouldn't have put them up there to begin with. And if you are going to put them up there, you got to let them play, but they're not, they're going to, this is not, this is going to be a really tough situation for Cincinnati actually playing a power five, not just a power five school, a power five elite, one of the best teams in the country this year.
2: Yeah, I think Ohio State on a neutral field would be at least an eight-point favorite. I could see it even growing, depending on how the momentum got started. But this exercise was done to show this. It's a disappointment how the season ended. There's just no way around it. Ohio State, like we said, on a neutral field right here, is still probably the third-best team in Vegas' eyes. I could make an argument that I think on a neutral field, they can hang with Alabama and Georgia. It is not going to happen. They're going back to the drawing board. Keep an eye on the front page of the site. There's a new story up there now about Eli Ricks. Keep it locked in, Buck Nutters. Have a good one.